Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is March 18th, Friday, March 18th, and that means we bring on Mr. Stephen Dow. How you doing, sir? Fantastic. And yourself? I'm doing well, man. Do me a favor, do that marketing spiel to get it out of the way because I have an important topic for us to discuss. You got it. So again, although I work very happily for Velocity Mortgage Capital, all the ideas and topics discussed on this channel are that of my own. So let's get it going. Yeah. So what I want to talk about here is something I don't think you and I have talked about. Frankly, I don't know that I've talked about it with any investors, maybe Anna Kelly once a year or so ago. Mm -hmm. That is how the rich or the well-off or whatever you want to call them look at debt. They look at it very differently than the middle class, than the, than the poor. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, and, and it really is a tool. And I thought given someone who's been in the lending business for you know, a decade or so, more, more right. than a decade, right. that you, you've seen people use debt well and use debt mm -hmm. badly. Is that a fair assumption? Oh, 100%. I mean, uh, just depends on, I guess, uh, the, the individual. You see it in the track record as far as their credit report. It yeah. normally shows you know, higher leverage, maybe a few you know, missed payments, 30 days late here and there. Um, but just a lot of accounts that are a lot, you know, higher, higher than typically 80% of the higher, you know, balance. But, uh, and then you also see wealthy, I would say, versus rich people <laughs> uh, making the right moves, utilizing dead money, and then just reallocating, uh, um, you know, debt, really. So um, yeah. it, it really, yeah, you could, you just can tell uh, uh, from, from the beginning, as far as like, the ones that are using the money the right way that you know yeah. got a nice healthy portfolio credit's good a lot of money in the bank i mean yeah. they don't have to make moves just you know what i mean so yeah uh, and typically they get really good deals too because you're looking like how did they oh okay yeah i see yeah there's there's a couple of things that i've noticed now you know the last three or four years you know we start to run in different circles right mm -hmm. and um there's a couple of things i just want people to realize First and foremost, the big thing about people with money uh, and, and, and the ability to access debt is they typically, they're not in a rush to use it. So what do I mean by that? Right. So they want to go get a new car. They want to go do this. They want to go do that. Most of them believe, I think it was Jay-Z had a song, if you can't buy it twice, don't, if you can't buy it twice for cash, don't buy it. I think that was a Jay-Z song. Right. Um, but that is definitely how they feel like. Uh, I remember uh, it was three or four years ago, um, a buddy of mine who's worth eight figures plus, uh, plenty of cash flow, right? Lives below his means, all of that. He, he, he was going to go buy his dream car and he could write a check 10 times over. Right. And he was offered, um, I think it was 0.9% interest or something. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, for most of us, or most people looking at that, they probably go, oh, absolutely. I can earn more of that, this, that, and the other. He's like, I didn't want the debt. So he wrote the right. check. So it's just, it's just a different mindset because what he said is the car, he knew it was a toy. It was depreciating. Right. And right. Um, he frankly didn't want to write that monthly check. Uh, so I, right. thought that, I thought that was interesting. What do you think? Well, they make, they make the right moves with the... Uh, the I would say assets because again, the equity and the property, you could, you know, misuse it like with anything. It's just a tool. Um, so this all depends on user error or if they're making the right, you know, right uh, fiscal moves. So yeah, I, I would say that was be hundred percent correct. Um, but that's where their consistent um, behavior has gotten to where they've, they've gotten, you know what I mean? So one step in front of the other, making the right moves would lead to the right results typically. Yeah. So 
the other yeah, the, the other the other thing I've seen, and you probably see this a lot, mm-hmm. is the rich or the wealthy. They're not, and I repeat, not in a rush to over leverage. No, because <laughs> they don't have to. Yeah, and, and well, also they want <laughs> they want safety, right? I mean, real estate right. real estate investing. I've been doing it twenty some odd years, and it goes mm-hmm. through cycles. And mm-hmm. when it's in an up market, max leverage wins because right. it it bails you out. The rich, the wealthy, the eight-figure people I run in circles with now, they're not in a rush. They're like, I'm good, 70%, 65 because not only do they have my experience of the last crash, but some of them have the the history from the 80s, right? They've been doing this a long time. So max leverage feels good, and they're like, many of them will say that that's the only way they can bust out is if the market goes against them, they have max leverage, they don't have any margin of safety. So I think a lot of new beginners get excited. They get a couple of deals under their belt and they're like, max leverage, max leverage, 90% LTV, 90%, 95, give me a second, give me a hundred, give me 103. And then they bust out when the market turns. So I I would say the rich or wealthy are not interested in max leverage, at least most of the time. What do you think? No, they're typically uh, lower LTV, um, you know, because they can make the right moves. Because uh, typically at the lower LTV, you'll get the best rate, the, the best terms, lower costs. So across the board, yeah, they're making smart moves. Because again, like you said, they don't have to make moves unless it's the right, like you said, not good, but great, you know, yeah. deals. Yeah. And so that's where I think the wealthy separate from, you know, the rest of them because they're just making great deals typically. Yeah. And then the last thing I've seen, and it's actually what you helped me with, was mm-hmm. uh, we're not afraid of using debt as a tool. And more importantly, we're not afraid to sign up early, right? right. We know that the real estate market moves in cycles, but so does the lending market. So what, right. did, you, what did you do for me? Uh, you, took, <laughs> you took apartments and, and office buildings uh, right. and gave me 30-year money. And we talked about it on the channel. So I, you know, hopefully people listened and, and executed. Um, right. But again, I was... I, and I always an open book, right? I was willing right. to wait two years to have this liquidity uh, right. to deploy it, right? So you, you, yeah, I was gonna say you're like the you're like the Caucasian Al Roker of <laughs> of, of financial weather because you basically just say, hey guys, here's what's coming, here's what's coming, here's what I'm doing for it. I'm I'm prepping, I'm prepping, and then boom, the storm's here. Look at I I got my umbrella. Look, I told you it's gonna rain. Yeah. I told you it's coming. So, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, uh, now I think you're sitting pretty because you got in right when you knew the cyclical, you know, we're at the bottom, guys. I can't believe it. 30 your face, 399. Yeah, what on, 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 you know, office? What are you talking about? So, no, it, 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 uh, it still can happen. Uh, it just depends on the situation. You just got to do the numbers. And if the cap rates and everything else work out, 30 year fixed money is still really good for, com- you know, on commercial oh, yeah. again. So, we're still uh, seeing a pretty healthy amount of business, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, if I if I was coming into this now and I'd missed that, I would still execute it today. It's just that that's what I want people hearing. This is if you have a plan. Do mm-hmm. I really care if it was three point nine nine or five six? Obviously, lower is better. But if yeah. I have a plan for what I see is coming, and I had right. hundreds of thousands of dollars in dead money, and I thought I think rates will be significantly higher in a year or two. I would still right. execute my plan today. If we didn't do that office building and apartments, whatever that was six or nine months ago, I would start right. today because sure. I think, I think rate, I think in a year, non-QM money's seven. So why not go oh, get yeah. it? Why not get it in the fives? Five right. is just in case you don't know, five is better than seven. 
<laughs> well, yeah. yes, agreed. <laughs> yeah. So again, what I'm trying to say is, is the rich or wealthy or the well-to-do, they have a plan, they'll execute it. They don't mind being early. And right. again, we're very clear, at least I was, if, if I don't find a deal in two years, maybe two and a half, right. I'll just pay you off. I'll be like, okay, here right. you go. So uh, again, I think, I think the rich use debt as a tool. Uh, we don't chase rates. Uh, right. We make a decision on what they are right now. Um, right. We don't, we don't have a memory, right? What, what does it, it does me, if I'm sitting here today with another refight, does me no good to bitch about three, nine, nine or four, five, right. or five. That, right. The, the time's over, right? I got to deal with what they are today. Uh, right. So again, I think, I think a lot of investors out there who are sitting on dead money, I think they're now starting to see that the market's going to get good, right? I just talked about oh, yeah. today, today on the daily financial news, sales were down 7.2%. Mm -hmm. Folks, mm -hmm. the slowdown is coming. Mm -hmm. And let me just tell you this one last thing. We'll wrap up episode one. You want to okay. get the money when the lending is good. You don't right. want to wait until you find a deal and then the banks won't lend to you. It happens right. all the time. All the time. <laughs> so if you have dead money or equity and you're still making moves, right? You're early in right. your career. At least consider it. Reach out to Stephen Dow sure. and see what's what, see what he can do for you. How do you want them to right. do that? SDAO at velocitymortgage.com. Uh, please put in the subject line just the acronym O-R-A-A-T, which stands for one rental at a time. Uh, the body of the email, um, possibly the property type, uh, brief description of your the scenario, your mid-FICO score, desired terms, best phone number to reach you at. And uh, typically, yeah, within 24, 48 hours, I'll be able to give you a call back, uh, trying to make it realistic. I was trying to call everybody at the same time. And it's just not able to in certain you know situations just getting over uh, overflow. But yeah. It, yeah, in many situations, people forget to put just that in the subject line, and then they get lost in the you know yeah. quarantine, well, and then I feel bad. I'm like, oh, sorry for the delay. And they're like, hey, you know that yeah. one passed, but you know we'll call you in the next one. So apologies for that. But yeah, uh, what I would tell people to do in the subject line is literally you don't put anything else. Don't put hello. Just put subject line five letters. O R A A T. T. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's all you put. Yeah. Everything else put in That's the body of the email. Thanks, buddy. I That's appreciate it. it. My pleasure.